0: So we're now able to go from 13 to 20 women that we will be able to bless with $2,020. Wow.
1: Fantastic. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond.
2: When I say black, y'all say Wall Street, black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street, black. Black. Uh, th- this has been a hypersensitized moment today. Greetings, Dr. Frazier. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Uh, thousands of Caucasians circled around the uh, state capital of Michigan, protesting, honking their ha- horns, asking to go to work. Uh, I, I was aghast. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, what an analogy. <laughs> yeah, that, that America never sees a spotlight on white poverty. Uh, whenever it is that you think about poverty, it is always in a tinted lens of black and brown. Uh, but uh, many years ago, you would know the author uh, better than I. My memory escapes me. There was a book called Poor Black and in Real Trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's really the, the reflection of, of where it is that we are all of America, whether you are an NBA star, or an actor, or a pastor, uh, is uh, moving through trying to figure out where does this go? Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 81st edition of Black Wall Street
1: Today with Blair Durham. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency for all your emotional telehealth needs and the COO team assisting you with strategic and contingency planning for your business. We're continuing in our COVID-19 series to provide support and resources to strengthen our community during these difficult and unprecedented times. As mentioned briefly on last week's show, be highly into payroll protection program and the economic injury disaster loan seem to disproportionately favor the white and the wealthy. Many minority business owners reported little to no access to the programs. Some faced issues with their banks and others missed the boat entirely as the first round of monies ran out inside of one week. And even as additional monies have been dispersed specifically for minority and women entrepreneurs, many are still waiting and hoping that they will receive support. To keep their businesses afloat. And while there are a number of national resources that have emerged to provide assistance, such as Cabbage with a K and local initiative support corporations local companies like the Hampton Roads Community Foundation uh, and now Dr. Angela Reddix uh, stepping up to do their part in our our local area as well. So we're very excited to feature today Dr. Angela D. Reddix. Uh, She is a visionary and an innovative thinker with global perspective and entrepreneurial drive. As a passionate mentor and advisor to the next generation of young girls and women, Dr. Reddix is a leading advocate for entrepreneurship as a way of creating positive transformation in the world. Her own entrepreneurial drive led to the formation of Artics, a multi-million dollar award-winning healthcare management and IT consulting firm with approximately 100 employees dedicated to improving the lives of our nation's most vulnerable populations. She's also the founder of Envision League Grow, a Norfolk-based nonprofit organization aimed at aspiring girls of all ages to chart their destinies by teaching them the critical skills and dedication it takes to accomplish their dreams through entrepreneurship. Dr. Reddick has a host of honors to her credit. Uh, She's also a trusted community leader uh, who serves the Hampton Roads region as a member of the Civic Leadership Institute, the Women's Presidents Organization, uh, Old Dominion University's Experiential Learning Task Force, as well as their Economic Development Catalyst task force. She's also a board member and trustee to various local organizations, including the United Way of Southampton Roads, as well as the YWCA of Southampton Roads Board of Directors. Uh, She also sits on the Kempstow Entrepreneurship Academy Board of Directors, as well as Norfolk State University School of Business Advisory Board. Committed to lifelong learning and achievement, Dr. Reddix is a TEDx speaker and the author of Envisionly Grow, Releasing the Boss Within, where she shares her knowledge and insights to help women of all ages, again, to build their business and to improve their lives. She's currently an instructor of entrepreneurship and business at Norfolk State University, and she received a bachelor's degree in business administration and marketing from James Madison, a master's degree in organizational development from Bowie State. And most recently, her Ph.D. in business administration from Oklahoma State University. Dr. Reddix was born in Norfolk, Virginia. She'll celebrate 26 years of marriage tomorrow. And she has a husband, well, just said that, as well as three children. Dr. Reddix, welcome back to the show.
0: So great to be here with you, Blair.
1: It's great to have you. And thanks for allowing me to read your phenomenal and inspiring bio again. We are super, super blessed to have you and just um, excited about all of your accomplishments really here in just the last several months since your first visit, uh, the growth of Envision We Grow, becoming a TEDx speaker, launching your personal brand, your soon coming book release, um, and certainly your initiative to empower women through the COVID-19 crisis. Can we start there? Talk to us about what you're doing for women right now.
0: Blair, I I am just so delighted and feel like it's my responsibility um, to stand in the gap during this just um, time where many businesses are feeling a sense of despair. Um, And so uh, as the unemployment rates are rising, I'm hearing all about the small businesses uh, who are just trying to figure out how they're just going to even stay alive. Um, It hit me that um, there is a gift that I can give, and um, I have um, been able to grow my business. I've been able to um, grow as an individual because people were there for me um, during times that it just seemed dark, Um, and so about two weeks ago, I decided to have the Reddick School Fund um, this is an honor of my 13 years in business, um, that we will honor 13 women um, and to be a lifeline, so to speak, until additional funding comes out. Um, and 2020 will be a year we'll never forget. So we are giving them $2,020, um, again, as a lifeline until they're able to, to get to additional funding. And so we will be announcing a woman who will receive the gift um, each day, May 1st through May 13th. Um, That was the initial goal. Then something phenomenal happened. We announced the fund and normal everyday people, they said they wanted to help. So we're now able to go from 13 to 20 women that we will be able to bless with $2,020. Wow.
1: Fantastic. And so how do we go about applying? Because I understand that the uh, this round of applications will close tomorrow. Is that right?
0: Absolutely. So applications opened on com on April uh, 20th at 3 o'clock. So we've been accepting applications. They close tomorrow, April 30th um, at 1159 p.m. I will tell you as of who three days ago we had um, well over 250, 260 applicants. Wow uh, And so more coming in every day and I tell you these are the most phenomenal women. Um, and I just want to show them just a little sign of hope. Don't give up on your dreams, don't give up on your passion. You know We're in a tough time right now, but what I know to be true is this too shall pass, and um, it's an opportunity for us to get stronger and build our foundation. And so I just hope that this will just show the women, those who are able to get the award, but those who aren't able to, that this is just a sign of hope um, and that um, we just have to keep focused and we'll make it through this.
1: I love it, A n g e l a r e d d i x angelareddi com. And is it also the case that women um, from all over the state are eligible to apply?
0: All over Virginia. Okay. Um, we are designating um, a specific number for each of our seven cities in the Hampton Roads area. Okay. Um, but we are also honoring those fantastic business owners who are outside of our area. Blair, we received applications from Woodbridge, Virginia, Farmville, Virginia, uh, Richmond, Lynchburg, um, and certainly, um, uh, you know, I would say 80% are from the seven cities in our local area.
1: Wow. So exciting! Thank you so much uh, for for this offering. And again, you know, as you mentioned, um, there's more to it than just the money. There's also the inspiration that comes along with uh, being connected to you and to your organization and all that I know that that you have planned for the future. Can I ask you a quick question?
0: Sure.
1: I am looking at the Cova Biz magazine, uh, where you were featured in the August September 2016 edition. Um, and one of the questions that you were asked, and this is you know pre Envision Week um, mm-hmm. as we now know it, is: mm-hmm. Are there unique challenges that women in business face? What are they, and what's your advice? for overcoming them. I feel like you have such perspective um, mm-hmm. on this topic and I would like it if you share.
0: Wow. And I have to reflect on where I was and my state of mind. That Beautiful blue suit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember the picture. Um, but as far as the company and where the company was, and as you mentioned, it was pre um vision League well and I was certainly working on my doctorate um, yeah. I can tell you regardless of where I was at that moment there's some things that, that just ring true period I don't care what year it is okay. um, number one the unique nature of the role of women in society makes it makes us have unique challenges in business um, and so I, I would say the unique role of feeling the need to be a hundred percent in a hundred different areas, all at the same time. So, just just basic things like um, being a wife or a significant other, being a mother, uh, being a friend, being a sister, being a daughter—all the many hats in our in our desire to not just do it but do it well. I think it poses challenges for women. Because the reality is until we accept that we can't be all things to all people and that there are sacrifices that come with this and be kinder to ourselves to accept that we can't be an A-plus in all categories. That's step number one. I think that is a unique position that we put ourselves in because yeah. we are wise that way. That that would be one thing. The, the second thing is, you know, there are still challenges as I hear some of my peers with women having access to information and to funding. Yep. Um, and so that's real. Um, I, I have, I am thankful that some of the things that I did year one of this company has allowed me to propel at a different pace than others. But it has to do with making the investments to have the right people at the table as your partners from day one who can help open doors for you that probably I would not be able to open on my own. And so I would say to, to uh, you know all women, it's never too late to press the reset button and figure out who is on, whether you have a formal board of directors, formal board of advisors, you got to know. That the partners that you bring to the table to help you guide your business, and specifically, I'm talking about your accountant, and I'm talking about your attorney, and the investment I made there to get those who are invited to tables that I'm not invited to has paid off exponentially. So we're gonna pay now or pay later. Uh, I think it's important for us as women to understand, and as business leaders, period but unique to women that sometimes we have to make sure we have a well-rounded team that will allow us to be creative in getting to places that we normally um, don't get to. So I would and say that that is a real, a reality
1: for us. I appreciate you saying that. Um, of course, I consider you a, a mentor uh, of sorts. And just, you know, the reality that we don't Always know what we don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's not always an Angela standing by to say, you know, these are the these are the core areas that you need to consider. This is this is who you need to connect with. I think that's uh, that's that's great advice. Um, and, yeah. and
0: Blair, part of that mentoring is recognizing that you know, iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. and. Um, it is important that you have a mentor in your circle that's been some places before you get there, yeah. so that they can tell you not just the happy path. We all want to hear about yeah, yeah, go do that, go do that. But sometimes we don't want to hear about the, the you know the path of least resistance, the, the challenges that come with that, because we interpret that as discouraging. But the reality is. If someone can tell you that down that road, this is a potential, it is so important that we recognize how much money we saved by living through someone else's experience. And that is something that I am very grateful again for those partners that I paid to be at the table. So if you can get a mentor who's not charging you, paid to be at the table. They didn't tell me just what I wanted to hear. They told me things that served as my insurance policy so that I'm, I'm actually stronger without having to go through the whole starting from scratch. Um, and I think that's something that's really valuable.
1: Wow, we could definitely continue this conversation as it stands. We've got three minutes, and I know you've yeah. got some <laughs> other big things that are on the horizon. Can you speak to what's, what's next for you?
0: Oh, so much. You know, twenty twenty it, it started so strong. I um, did the TED talk in January, which was just a phenomenal um, experience. Um it was nerve wracking, but nonetheless phenomenal. Um
1: i might ask.
0: Oh, it was about Envision League well and the true story behind Envision League Well. That you you know, Blair, you with me from the beginning of Envision League Row, so you know that's my heart, that's my passion. That's That's really my life story um, personified through these girls. Um, And so um, May 9th, which is um, Mother's Day weekend, I will be having uh, the book release virtual. Um, okay. let's just say extravaganza nice. um, so that is the and um, we're sending out information very shortly but I ask people to go to AngelaReddix.com and sign up to be on the mailing list it's going to be exciting um, the, the book itself talks about um, the leader within all of us um, and it's so it's not just about the ELG the growth, it's not just about business but it's about i um, releasing the true thoughts within each of us and the past the story that led to who I am today
2: mm,
1: that's gonna be rich I'm gonna sign up <laughs> looking forward oh, to very that very
0: good I'm so excited
1: wow what do we want to reiterate we've got about a minute and a half we've got mm-hmm. AngelaReddix.com where we can go and apply for the 2020 award that's um sweet. You said that correctly.
0: tomorrow you, at eight, right? Tomorrow 11:59. Uh, we have 20 women. Listen, I had no idea that it would go from 13 to 20, and I would offer to any listener out there, you've been wondering how you can contribute to do something um, to support um, COVID-19 and filling in the gaps, if there's anyone else. Who wants to sponsor a woman? We can take it from 20 to 25 to 30. I, you know, I was just nice. a catalyst, but um, there's, there's no limit. And honestly, there's 200 and almost 300 um, women who, you know, who are eligible, um, and it's going to be a tough decision. So if you're interested, you can go to the site there. There's nothing really formally set up because it wasn't designed for that. But certainly send us an email, and we'll make sure that we increase the numbers based on your interests in contribute. Um, so, uh, angelareddix.com. If you go there, there's plenty of information.
1: Tell us again the title for the for the book.
0: Yes, it is Visionly Grow, which is going to be a series. So this is one of a four part series. The first book in that series is releasing the boss within.
1: Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Angela, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I'm hopeful that we'll have you back next month with some of the lenders. Wonderful,
0: yes. We're
1: looking forward
0: to not just delivering the dollars to these women, but mentoring these women and exposing um, everyone to their websites, their social media, so that, that we continue to help them build their business. So this is um, hopefully going to be a long-standing relationship, not just with those who, who actually get the dollars, but with those who applied. We want to see women succeed.
1: Fantastic. Thank you again, and, and thanks for all you do.
0: All right. Always a pleasure, Blair. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, ma'am. We'll be back in just a moment with this week's edition of Money Talk. Excellence
3: is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time.
2: The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors.
0: When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name, Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers.
4: We know you love jazz music. So, let's try some jazz music with a little R&B flavor. jazz music with a little trap flavor jazz and Caribbean hey we mix it up so online look for Grandpa Crunk and enjoy the great jazz music Grandpa Crunk Jazz Music
2: And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. I appreciate it.
1: Welcome back. It's the 81st edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. It is time for Hashtag Money Talk with Apex Financial Group of Virginia and Mr. Michael Gray and Mr. Anthony Epps. Gentlemen, how are you? Great. How are you? Doing good doing well doing well I know this is again just an unprecedented time and so uh, help us with understanding really the financial impact of COVID-19 and, and give us those strategies that we need okay well excellent okay it's good to be back here again uh, on this
3: Wednesday and want to talk just basically on uh, some strategies today that could be maybe I have too many people that's going through um, some difficult times financially hardships uh because of uh, COVID-19 a lot of people have been affected with this COVID-19 and so the good news today is that we do have a few strategies that could be of assistance to many people especially those who have 401ks I'm gonna speak briefly about that okay so what's happening now uh, we're all going through these turbulent times okay these are times that we're feeling a lot of uncertainty uh, in the marketplace uh, with our assets uh, a lot of times uh, we we'll are finding ourselves contemplating on how we protect our assets during these turbulent times and uh, how can we get some type of relief. And the question that we're asking often is, how do we spell relief? Yeah. Well, the good news today is that uh, I want to share with you a strategy, okay, that can help so many people instantly. And this strategy, okay, is actually a strategy that's been passed by Congress. Uh, this program that Congress passed, okay, uh, that's part of the stimulus package, uh, it would allow individuals who qualify, okay, who qualify to withdraw up to $100,000, okay, from their 401k, okay, without incurring any taxes or IRS penalties. I'm going to repeat that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's, very, that, that's very big.
1: Go ahead and repeat it. I had no idea.
3: Yeah. Okay. Under this stimulus package, Congress has eased the rules for individuals who qualify with 401k, retirement money, okay? They will allow individuals to draw up to $100,000, okay, of their own money without incurring any taxes or RRS penalties, now, the good news about this money, okay, is that you can withdraw it at any age. You don't have to be age 59 and a half. See, normally, uh, with the 401k, if you was 59 and a half, you have to be 59 and a half to actually uh, withdraw money without the 10% penalty. But now, with this new strategy or this new stimulus package, anybody, any age that have a 401k today, okay, can use that to withdraw money. Uh, for hardship, uh, for financial problems, if they lost a job or they're going through certain problems, they can draw money from the 401k and basically they don't have to pay taxes until three years down the road. Uh, They don't have the 10% penalty. Uh, They can use it to help them to weather this storm. Also, too, uh, with this particular strategy here, uh, what I like about it is the fact that you can also take the $100,000 that you're moving you can move it from one account to another account for example uh if your money right now is in harm's way or let's say your money is tied up in high risk investments like for example money that's tied up into the stock market uh which is highly volatile now Uh, we're having highs and lows if you have your money tied up into indexes okay or if you lost value okay because of the stock market downturns you can now move this money okay to safer programs We call it safe money management. Uh, You can move this money to programs where the principal is always protected, okay? Uh, You reduce the risk, okay? You don't have the volatile swings, okay? And instead of losing value, you will maintain value or either gain value, okay? So this is a safe management principle, and this is for individuals again, okay, who have 401k money, okay? They can actually take that money, they can withdraw money, from the 401k without incurring any, tax, any taxes or any penalties. So that's really big. So that's something I think the public needs to be made aware of because that's been passed by Congress and that's available for those individuals. So I would assume there's a lot of people out there right now that could really probably benefit from that strategy. And to be quite frank with it, uh, a lot of people are using it. Uh, for these uh, types of uh, purposes that I just mentioned to you, uh, whether it be a financial hardship or whether it be a loss of job or things of that nature, they can kind of better themselves and put themselves ahead of the curve by actually um, having access to that money. So that's the first strategy. So what do you think about that, Ms. Blair?
1: I thought that was huge. I am going to be sharing that for the rest of the day today. I had no idea that Congress passed that. So thanks for sharing. What else? Okay,
3: now, let's talk about this. Okay, now, so in order to get a free uh, what I call a free telephone appointment or if you want a virtual appointment okay you can call us today okay at seven five seven okay six four zero zero two zero seven again the number here is seven five seven six four zero zero two zero seven and we'll give you a free telephone appointment or if you want a virtual form we can do this as well do this as well also too, uh, you can visit us at our website which is www.apexfinancialgroup.com. I repeat that, www.apexfinancialgroup.va.com, And you can actually take either or uh, the virtual appointment, the Zoom, Skype, or we can do it over the phone. But again, the number here 757-640-640. Zero two zero seven. So that right there is a stimulus package um, that could be a benefit to so many people that uh, have uh, need for some of their funds without penalties. Okay, so that's really good.
1: We've got about three and a half minutes remaining. Is there another one? Okay. Also, too, want to talk about
3: real quickly. We have uh, different programs here that we can assist you with Uh, if you have uh, want to get out of debt in less than nine years. We have a debt relief program uh, that can help assist you to retire all your debts within nine years without any additional uh, incurrence in your budget, any additional expenses in your budget. We also have a program uh, that helps people to look at their social security benefits. Uh, We have all kinds of strategies that we can use, implement. A lot of times people don't understand that uh, under social security, there's a lot of benefits that people don't take advantage of. And one is spousal benefits. Uh, We can do the file and suspend strategy. Uh, We can do the survival benefits. We can do the spousal benefits. It's a ton of different strategies that can increase most people are benefits by just employing one or two of these strategies. So again, you can reach us today at our number 757 640 207 You can call that number today for a free telephone appointment or if you prefer a virtual appointment, we can do that as well. So again, we want to make sure that you're ahead of the curve. And these are two or three different things that we do here at our company that could be assistance to most people that's out there now that's, you know, having some uh, hardship and uh, trying to uh, stay ahead of uh, uh, the curve. So here we can uh, provide those services for you. Again, the number here is seven five seven six 757 And we thank you again, Ms. Blair, for allowing us to be on. And I hope this has been a benefit to those.
1: No, this is huge. Let me just uh, clarify one thing. So as it relates to the 401k piece, is that something that your office can assist individuals with as well? Yes, we can. Yes. Okay. So we could literally contact you for an appointment, discuss uh, that particular asset, and you can assist with the rollover or whatever, whatever it is that we're looking to do.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can assist them by coming into the office, uh, either telephone appointment, like I said, or virtual appointment, either or whichever case they feel, you know, comfortable, but we can assist them and show them how that they can actually start the process. And if they want to move the money from one place to another, we can do that as well. So, we have these programs in place and we can assist them with that.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure we have the contact information I reiterated just once more before we go to another break. Can give gives website, phone number, email address. That'd be great. Okay. Again, the phone number here
3: that you can contact us for your free telephone appointment is 757-640-0207. And our website is www.apexfinancialgroupofva.com. And you can call us today and we'd be more than happy to uh, set you up for a free telephone
1: appointment. Perfect. www.apexfinancialgroupofva.com or 757-640-0207. 0207. Zero,
3: two, zero,
1: zero, 0207. Zero, Perfect. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. We appreciate this edition of Hashtag Money Talk, and we'll look forward to talking with you all next week. When we return, Congressman Bobby Scott to share some important updates concerning COVID-19. We'll talk in just a moment.
3: The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years.
2: If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages.
4: Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, the producer of this podcast. So when I'm not producing podcasts, I'm actually DJing wedding receptions, corporate events, proms, other formals, and I would love to take care of your special event. So our company is Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. That's vibes. We've been performing for over 25 years, and we would love to bring our expertise and our fun to your special event. Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net.
2: Peace and prosperity. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV.
1: Welcome back to this 81st edition of Black Wall Street Today. Uh, We're happy to have Congressman Bobby Scott joining us. He is the U.S. representative for Virginia's 3rd Congressional District since 1993, and this district does serve most of the majority black precincts of Hampton Roads, um, including all of the independent cities of Franklin, Newport News, and Portsmouth, and parts of the independent cities of Chesapeake, Hampton, Norfolk, and Suffolk, as well as all of Isle of Wight County. Welcome, Congressman Bobby Scott. how are you?
5: Thank you, Blair. How are you?
1: Doing well, doing well. So we're just here really to get an update as it relates to COVID-19 and resources that are available for businesses. I know that uh, you're doing a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of uh, making sure that those things are in place. Uh, so could you just give us an update?
5: Well, we uh, passed, for so businesses, we passed legislation several weeks ago. Uh, To provide um, loans and grants to uh, businesses, unfortunately, it was way oversubscribed. The money ran out, so we met uh, last week, about about a week ago, uh, to restore uh, much of the money. One of the complaints, of course, was that big businesses were taking up a disproportionate amount of money, and the businesses that it was really designed to help the small businesses, the mom-and-pop businesses... Uh, two, three, five, maybe twenty employees. Uh, right. They were really at the back, really at the back of the line. Uh, so we set aside uh, significant um, funding um, to not to um, community uh, community banks, <laughs> figuring that they would have the relationship with the barber shops and the small restaurants and the businesses that we're really looking at. Um, and unfortunately, that money is uh, running out quickly. So we may have to go back and do, we may have to do more. One thing we have noticed is in the second round of loans, the average size of the loan is less than half of um, what the size of the loan was before. The first round, the average loan is about 200 and some thousand. The loan size has gone down to about less than about 100,000 now. And um, 85% of the loans uh, have been in the range of 150,000 or less. So those uh, organizations getting like twenty million dollars all in one, all in one bite, um, are taking up much, uh, much less of the, of, of the loan. Let and me ask you a key.
1: question, if I could, uh, just about the loan process. So, I understand that the the loans are only being uh, dispersed through entities that are already partnered with the SBA. Do you know if there has been any expansion of that? Um, have additional banks um, kind of undergone that SBA approval process, or how are we able to uh, yeah, mitigate
5: yes, that? Did, uh, yeah. a, few, a few extra banks, and we've uh, been focusing on what are called CDFIs, the community financial community uh, development um, financial institutions, right, uh, which, which are. Um, uh, which are in the community dealing with the, with the local um, um, local um, uh, small businesses and hopefully the uh, small businesses that we're talking about will have um, better access to those facilities than others. Uh, we set aside about 60 billion dollars for for those uh, uh, minority um, depository institutions, credit unions, that um, smaller businesses would more likely be dealing with. When you're dealing with a big bank, uh, unfortunately, they gave undue preference to their big customers. And that's how the um, uh, big money got, um, that got taken up.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm going to ask a little bit of a different question now, um, pertinent to the spread of the virus. I know that there had been um, some projections maybe two to three weeks ago um, in terms of when we were expected to see a peak here in the state of Virginia. Um, what What is the update on that? Is that does it still look the same? Are we approaching that peak or have the quarantine efforts um, seemingly paid off? Or, or what's the update there?
5: Well, the, the, the quarantine efforts have made a profound impact on what they call flattening the curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of the areas, the um, number of uh, cases just skyrocketing. And when we look at the graph, going straight up, doubling every couple of days. Uh, right now, nationally, the... Uh, Rate, um, which was by doubling every two or three days, then doubling every week, it's doubling now about every just about every two weeks. Uh, but still, you know, uh, going up significantly now. More people have died uh, because of the virus than died in the Vietnam War. I saw that um, the, whole, the whole the whole war. And then one of the problems is is, is you just don't get any sense of urgency from this administration. You had uh, Vice President uh, Pence uh, prancing around in a, uh, in a hospital, the only one not wearing a mask. You mm. um, had the um, president uh, for the last, ever since this uh, problem started, bragging about how good the tests are and how available they are when they have never been, and are not today, anywhere close to um, what you need to open up, open up the um, economy. And if you have people going in and out of um, restaurants and you want to have uh, concerts and things like that, you have to have massive testing and, and, and what they call contact tracing. When you find somebody that's um, positive, you go back and find out everybody within their circle. Right. and find out uh, whether or not they have been infected. And that's how you get control of it. Without the testing, without the um, contact tracing, you really um, don't know what the problem is or where it is. If you wait for an outbreak to occur, it's already too late. Um, There's a, um, a this, The problem with this uh, virus is that it takes um, uh, up to 14 days before you know you have it. Well, you've been spreading it around for two weeks. Right. And people that you've spread it to are spreading it around for two weeks before anybody notices the first case. Well, if he waits for people with symptoms, as as we have to now because we don't have enough tests, you are so far behind the curve that they're out of control before you even know you've been hit. Uh, so, to, so the tests—I mean, several weeks ago, the president with the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, in his campaign baseball hat, talking about how good the testing was. It wasn't good then. It wasn't available then. It's not available now. They keep talking about. So how available it is. So the experts mm. are saying that we, we need at least three times more testing than they're talking about, uh, than they're bragging about uh, they'll, they'll be able to do. Um, and then, then there's a lot of criticism about that number, only three times more. Some are saying ten times more tests are needed. And the uh, confusion, the uh, lack of, um, there's so many component parts. Some people have uh, the reagents, they the test lab, but don't have the swabs. You get the uh, culture. You get uh, other problems uh, within the supply chain, and so um, we're still in a situation where uh, most people have to show significant symptoms before they even get a test. Well, if you've already shown symptoms, you've been spreading this thing around two weeks, and um, and then, so that's uh, that's totally unsatisfactory. Um, but the, um, the the we expect our peak to come within within the next few days, uh, maybe a week or two. Uh, ah! But even, even even at even even at the peak, uh, that's not the end. If it flattens out, you're still at a at a horrible level, and until it starts going down significantly, you don't have uh, you really not don't have control. Um, people are out of work. One thing Congress has done has been to uh, try to uh, restore paychecks. Uh, the uh, number of unemployment compensation claims has uh, totally overwhelmed the uh, system. Just to give you an idea of how bad it is, the record number of, of unemployment claims in one week, the record uh, within the 08-09 uh, uh, recession when 600-some thousand people filed in one week. Wow. We've had weeks with 3 million, 6 million, 6 million, 5 million, uh, 4 million, uh, over ten times as many as the previous record, back to back to back to back. Uh, the Employment Commission, if they had been staffed, if they had been staffed to be able to to uh, uh, accommodate this kind of uh, number of claims, you'd wonder why. I mean, why are those many people sitting up there, and what are they doing in the average week? Um, and if they can handle that many claims, so you 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 have to expect them to be way behind. They're catching up. And uh, my understanding is that if you apply for unemployment compensation, you'll be maybe a week, or no more than two weeks, before you start the checks. Okay. So, um, uh, so um, uh, if you're on on unemployment compensation, you not only get the normal unemployment, you'll also get a federal bonus uh, plus-up of $600 in addition to whatever you're getting. Ah. That would replace that would replace the paycheck for the average person. And that's in addition to the $1,200 checks. Most of them uh, are there, and um, if you haven't gotten your check, you can call our office and we can tell you how to, how to track it down. Track it. I mean, backtrack really quickly
1: on one thing you said. The federal bonus, is that $600 weekly or is that a one-time $600? $600 a week
5: in addition to, you in addition know, on to the unemployment. So, so so unemployment compensation in Virginia tops out at about 300 and some dollars a week. I mean, if, you're, if you've got an average paycheck, that's that's totally inadequate. And the $600 will, uh, will actually, uh, complaints we've gotten from some businesses is their employees don't want to come back to work because they're making so much in unemployment, so much more than they were paying them, that they don't want to come back to work. Well, uh, that's actually true they're making more in unemployment and the, the problem there isn't in the legislation we passed the problem is we haven't uh, passed a minimum wage increase and people aren't being paid enough mm. um, so, so, so you can't blame uh, the um, increase in unemployment compensation but um, but that's been a, a, a significant part of the um, um, of making people whole. When you when you kind of replace their paychecks, you eliminate a lot of problems. Uh, when you when you have a, a problem, with so many people out of work, you can't pay the bills, they can't pay rent, they can't buy food. When you maintain their paycheck, you eliminate a lot of those a lot of those problems. There's a lot we're going going forward that we still need to do, and one is um, is deal with the uh, short revenue shortage shortfalls on state and local governments. They have to balance their budgets. Federal government has flexibility. We can, go, we can go, go, go in the deficit. If we don't backfill some of these uh, shortfalls, um, uh, whatever we do in terms of support for people will be a waste of time. Uh, we'll have millions of people laid off. And state government can only reduce costs two ways. One, they can fire people. And two, they can cancel contracts and let the contracts fire people. So if you don't backfill the uh, revenue losses, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs and lose their health insurance, which is another thing we need to kind of support to make sure people can keep their health insurance. So we need to um, um, make sure that the state and local governments have support for their revenue shortfalls. Just to give you an example, uh, in, the last, in the last week, the General Assembly went back in the session to adjust the budget in light of the uh, budget shortfalls. And Norfolk State University lost a hundred million dollars in construction funds. Oh wow! And you think of all the jobs that that incurs. Uh, counselors, we had additional counselors, school K through twelve counselors in the budget. All of those counselors got eliminated. Teacher salary increase, a little two percent teacher salary increase, eliminated. And so, if, if we don't backfill some of these, um, uh, some of these state and local governments. Uh, We're going to see a lot of problems. Another thing we need to do is make sure OSHA does its job. Uh, People are are getting infected on the job. We are to have enforceable standards under under OSHA to make sure that uh, people have safe workplaces to go to. OSHA has not um, uh, uh, used their emergency temporary standard uh, power to make sure that uh, people did things. I checked into a hotel the other day a plexiglass screen between me and the person checking me in they were wearing masks uh, that could not have cost very much at all but you can just imagine how much more protection they were getting with that little uh with that little investment yeah. than they would if they were having to breathe everybody that, uh, that that comes in the oSHA has the expertise to figure out in working with the center for disease control what can be done uh to, to help protect people and we know their problems in meatpacking plants. We know their problems in prisons, senior citizen homes, grocery stores, delivery people. Each has a different uh, different problem, and we need to make sure that OSHA does everything they can. They haven't done anything, and so we've uh, introduced legislation to make them do something they should have done a long time ago. So there's a lot of lot of things going on uh, that we're working on. Uh, this is uh, this last. I'm going to go away uh, tomorrow afternoon, so we need to make sure we uh, continue in the fight to make sure that the republic is protected.
1: We've got about two and a half minutes, and I have two questions for you. I just want to clarify this. I've I've got several of our members uh, with the local Black Chamber of Commerce that are either self-employed or they're independent contractors, and they're wanting to apply to unemployment. Are they eligible for unemployment benefits?
5: Additionally, Independent contractors and gig workers and self-employed have never been eligible for unemployment compensation. Unemployment compensation taxes are collected from employees, paid by the employer, and when they when they are um, laid off, they, the fund that's created by those taxes pays it. To, on this bill and this legislation, for the first time, we have enabled gig workers, independent contractors, self-employed, to apply for unemployment compensation. Wow. The process, the application process is a little more complicated. The Employment Commission, because they collect the taxes, they know when you walk in the door exactly what your payroll history is. They hit go. They hit calculate. That's what you get when you go on unemployment compensation. They press another button, and your check is on the way to your checking account. That, I mean, there's nothing to calculate. They already have the information. Right. If you are a gig worker, they don't have any information, so you got to come in with documents and accounting statements and whatnot to show what you are making so when your uh, business has to close, uh, they know what you pay. Uh, once they do that calculation, you get the additional $600 a week from the federal government. So for a lot of people, the barbers and beauticians, uh, they'll be in good shape. It's it's a little more complicated process. The portals at the Virginia Employment, Com- uh, Employment Commission are open. They have to do them one at a time. So it's it's labor intensive. So these cannot be done online, you're saying? These have
1: to be done in person?
5: Um, they can be done online, but they have to be done one at a time. Okay, it's I not got like, it. it. It's, not, it's not like you can come in say i'm unemployed they got your information and they hit go and the checks on the way to on the way to your account got it um it has to be done uh one at a time now uh it's it's um it's, it's gonna be a little slow and you may not get your uh get paid this week but it is retroactive till march 15th oh. when the shutdown went down it went when the shutdown order went to, an, to into effect a lot of people i mean they're going to get four five or six Six hundred dollar checks plus unemployment compensation, all in one check. Uh, as I understand it, they'll write you, the first check will be that week's um, uh, benefit, and if they calculate what the um, retroactive pay is, but when the retroactive pay comes, they will come about a week or two later.
1: That is, so huge.
5: It, it is all it is all it is all retroactive. So you'll have people, a lot of people getting two, three, four, four thousand uh, dollars checks all at, all at all at once.
1: Congressman, I've got to wrap up with you. I know that you have a telephone town hall uh, happening tomorrow at 7 p.m. Very quickly, That's can you right. just let us know who's going to be on that call, and then we've got to go. I've, I'd love to have you back, though, as you... this situation progresses.
5: Uh, I'll, I'll be happy to come back. We'll have experts from health care experts, SBA, um, who will be at, answer the uh, business loans, the Virginia employment compensation, will answer um, uh, questions on unemployment compensation. The school superintendent, the tax expert, and the psychiatrist will all be on the phone to be able to answer questions. I don't answer health questions. You don't want to listen to politicians. You've heard what politicians will say. You don't want to be uh, busted on. You don't want to be taking disinfectant uh, uh, like one politician I've got to
1: go on that note. <laughs> Our producer is messaging me. This is great. We can get information about this on your website, the telephone town hall.
5: Bobby Scott, all one word, Bobby Bobby
1: Scott dot, house dot gov. I got it. I want to thank you so much for, uh, for for coming on to the show today and like I said I look forward to having you back as the situation progresses and I want to thank you all for tuning in to Black Wall Street today sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency and Apex Financial Group of Virginia also a very special thank you to the COO team uh, and to our guests Dr. Angela Reddicks and Congressman Bobby Scott here we're building minds, we're building connections we're forging the path ahead to award business success in the black community. We look forward to talking next week. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community. Not a particular political party.
2: Hey yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Uh, black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Wall Street. 네.
1: Phenomenal. Phenomenal.